dreams. Most people love to dream. So do you have a big dream? What do you plan to do with it? Or maybe the question is, what have you already done with it? Imagine if you shared your dream with another person. Imagine if you acted on it with a sense of urgency. And imagine if you gave yourself permission to relentlessly pursue your dreams. Dreams and dreaming. That's the topic for this edition of the 2120 Podcast. This is the 2120 Podcast. Each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. You dream? What do you mean, do I dream? At night when you sleep, do you dream? Yeah. Right? Do you remember, yeah. do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not, not all that often. Do you dream in life? Oh, yeah, for sure. Daily. So, yeah. Do you think people make time to dream? In life? Yeah, um, I do. I think most people have dreams. I think most people have visions for someday. Yeah, absolutely. So what if I told you that you need to schedule time to dream? I would agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, you know, with my life and with my commute, I drive an hour. So I have an hour drive to work where I dream for an hour and I work. And then I come home for an hour drive back and I kind of just decompress on my day. Mm-hmm. But I've been forcing myself more and more to just let my brain go on that hour drive in. And it goes a lot like our podcast in a thousand different directions where yeah. all these ideas pop into my head. And always gets, it always comes back to work in the end as I get closer to work. But I, I, I try to find ways to say yes to, to things. And... Um, you know, I'm, I'm having a conversation with a couple of ladies at work that, you know, we had the same conversation last week about dreaming. And I found out so much about those two that they, they, they have this dream to do this and they have a dream to do that. And it's Ooh, like, yeah. okay, so how do we do that? How do we make that, make that happen? You know? And I think too many times in life when we hear the words dream, it's kind of that, yeah, down the road, maybe this could happen, you right. know, just kind of this thought popped into my head that I thought it'd be really, really cool. But do we take that dream and make it a reality and go, okay, we need to do this. Hmm. Uh, You know, I have a notepad next to my desk or next to my bed that when I do dream, you know, in the middle of the night, like I'll get up and I'll write something down quick on it. Because at the end of the day, like you're never going to remember, you don't remember your dream. For as good as it is at the time, you go, man, that was so awesome. Like I was flying and this this was, everything was so cool about it. And the next morning, like you want to tell your wife what the dream was about. And then you go, man, I can't remember what it was about. (laughs) Yeah, And I think that's the same thing in, just in life in general, I mean, there's so many thoughts and so many ideas that pop into your head. If you don't write them down, you forget about them. You yeah. go, man, what was that thought I had in my head earlier about doing this? Man, it sounded so good at the time, but I just lost it. Carry a notebook. Mm-hmm. Have it. Have one in your car. Have one at your desk at home. Have one in the bathroom. Have them, you know, just all throughout the house. So when those ideas pop into your head, you just scratch them down yeah. and you, you make I, a reality. I read a book by a, a gentleman named James Altucher. And it's called Choose Yourself. It's a great collection of basically stories, articles that he's written that he compiled into a book. And one of the things that he talks about throughout that book in every one of these little articles is the concept of writing down ideas. Like challenge yourself to write down 10 a day. You have a hundred or thousands or, you know, whatever the number is. Like we have ideas all the time. He's like, write down 10 every day. Keep a journal of them. Sometime one of those ideas is going to like really grab life. Here's the thing. I think 
and I think most people think that as we're driving someplace, we'll remember, oh, I need to, you know, like that's locked in, except it's not true. And so if we don't record them, whether if you're driving, you know, you can't write it. So, so grab your phone and do an audio note to yourself, record it that way, put it in a text to yourself or whatever you need to do. But if you don't write them down in the moment, it's a guarantee they're going to leave or it won't be as developed as the time that it pops into your head. Like I've had that happen too. It's like, this sounds brilliant. Like I'm going to go back. And so I wait an hour to get to it. And then I start writing like, and there's like 10% of it there. And, yeah. and I just, I won't get it back. Yeah. It's, I can't, I, I don't know the number or the percentage, but I'm guessing it's a lot of the ideas that have popped into our heads. And it's like, man, this is such a great idea. And then the game of life gets in the way yeah. and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And you get so frustrated going, man, I, like, what was that topic that I thought about this morning? And it was, like I said earlier, it sounded so good. I should have wrote it down. Yep. It's gone. And then luckily it does pop back in your head. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot it was this. Do it more often. And you know, I'm not ch- challenging you to drive and pull the notebook out and make it as make the note as you're driving down the interstate. But you know, you got to find time to pull over, like you said, make the audio note and, and go mm-hmm. back to it. And you know, I think it's fun to to grab those journals that you have either through your house or you know, the one you go back to and just flip through the pages and look at some of the some of the things that were ideas that are you've now implemented and they're working and they're successful and i think there's other ones too that you cross off and go man, and go man at the time that was a cool idea but that thing bombed that was stupid i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have done that you know but yeah. it's you know it, it also can kind of like spark something else you know you flip back and something you wrote down over a year ago and maybe i forgot all about that i gotta do that now you know and i think that's where you, those ideas if you wrote them down it's kind of like dreaming if you if you want that dream it's not just a dream. Go out and make it a reality. Find out ways to make it a reality. You know, I, I challenged both these girls to, you know, they both had two very awesome dreams. Like, what are they doing to get there? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's cool to have that dream, but have you told anybody? You know, when have you said, hey, I want to do this with someone that is not part of your inner circle that never has never heard that before? You know, like once you once you say it, it's kind of out there now. It's kind of like, it's a it's like it a goal. Is. Like I want to lose weight, and I just told Jim, so now Jim's going to go. Hey, how's that weight loss coming? Accountable. You know? Yeah, now I'm accountable, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with with a dream. When you have that dream, get accountability. Man, from I'll it. tell you what, people are 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 afraid to share dreams. Like I've been times when when I don't want to share a dream with somebody because because then for that very reason, suddenly, uh oh. Matt knows he's going to ask me about it. How's it going? You know, yeah. and, and maybe I don't buy into it enough myself, but here's, here's the one thing I, I when we were talking about writing dreams down, I just, and you said something about a journal, like how cool would it be if we, we all just had a dream journal? Yeah. I've never done that. Like you just inspired me. I'm saying it out loud. I've got a, a notebook at home fresh. It's going to become my dream journal. I'm just going to turn pages in it. I'm going to write stuff every day. Yep. Just see what happens. But here's the thing. There is, uh, I think the reason that people are afraid to tell dreams is first of all, actually, it's, I think people might like to tell dreams if they don't have to set a goal to them. So, right. A, a, a dream without a goal is nothing more than a wish. Yep. All right. So we, if we have this dream and we share it with somebody, how cool would it be to now set some goals around that? So what does that actually look like? And, uh, you know, just thinking about the situation that you're talking about at work with these two women, it's like, what, what if you created something with them where we're going to meet once a month on this? 
we're not going to talk about work stuff. We're going to talk about your dreams and how are you coming on this? And you could kind of play that coach to them, that dream coach. And, and if they need to go back to school, then you, you ask them, did you look into that yet? If they need to go learn something else, if they need to, to um, put something on the counter, like whether it's big, small, or somewhere in the middle, just having somebody that could, could ask them, how are you doing on this? Where are you at? Anytime that you pour into somebody at that level, you build trust with them. You build that relationship because suddenly they see you as not just the boss, not just the manager, not just my, I really like the leader here, but you know, it's always work stuff. Suddenly they buy into you in a new way. They're going to be a more productive employee for you, by the way, guaranteed, because suddenly they're enthusiastic. They don't, you know, like, hey, if we can go have a, a conversation once a month on Matt's going to help me get where I want to go, why would I not want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you kind of nailed it. Those two ladies have to trust me to a certain level to be able to open up that way and tell me for sure a huge dream. So if I'm going to be supportive of it and help him get there, like, I'm now your guy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to follow up with you. I'm going to ask you about it because I know something that's very personal personal in your life yeah. that you want to focus on. I'm not going to let it die. Yeah. You know, and I will ask those questions like, what are we doing now? Like, who, yeah. so who else have you told? And, you know, I think at the end of the day, if your dream consists of somebody else being in that dream, they have to know what, 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 what your dream is. Mm. You know, and if they don't know, it's never going to happen. You know, and I, I think whether it's, you know, opening a business or it's, you know, it's whatever that dream may be, you, if, if, if it involves somebody else, like they have to know what's going on. So, so if you have an associate, yep. works at Shields in the sporting goods industry, but their dream is to own their own restaurant someday. Not, that's that's going to take them outside of Shields probably, unless sure. there's something I don't know about that Shields is going to open restaurants. Not, no, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> but, but if you think about it this way, you help them create that. That is going to, you're, you're going to get that payback back from them by engagement and other things. And yeah, you know that they're going to move on, but here's the reality of it is, is people aren't looking to stay at companies for 30, 40 years anymore. That's, that's a, you know, especially the younger generations, they just don't look at it that way. So let's help people get what they want. I, I think it comes back to servant leadership. I think it comes back to just being like, Willing to invest in somebody else's life. It's so powerful. And it's very rare because there's a lot of places. We just we did a podcast recently where you and I were talking about confidence and, and edge and things like that. So if, if you think about it this way, there are businesses that have small mindedness around that. Managers that, that don't have that confidence. They don't have that security. And if they know that your dream is to go launch a business, you know, a restaurant, but you work in the sporting good industry, like they're going to challenge that and say, how does that pertain here? How can you take that and make us better here? Like they think about it as for, for them, what their benefit is going to be. And I think a lot of times we've got to look at it for how do we get that other person where they want to go? Yeah. It's, it's that big picture mindset. I think, uh, you know, I just started thinking about the opportunity for this, this young lady to go open up a, her own business hmm. and it put a smile on my face because like, I think that is so cool, Yeah, you know, to be able to have this dreams and, put things in place. And then six months, a year, five years down the road, the doors open up of her, her brand new business. And you know what? She's not with Shields anymore. She's somewhere else. Does it suck that she's, she's gone? Yeah, it, it would suck. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to miss her, but I'm so proud of the opportunity that she put in, in front of her that this was a dream of mine. This is what I wanted to do. 
I just made it come, made it come to life. And now I'm happy doing this and I, you can't fault them. I mean, that's, I, I I would challenge more of my associates to have dreams. Now I'm not, I'm not saying I want to lose all my associates, other things, but man, like just in life, when you have that dream that pops into your head, don't discount that. You know, if you, if you, if you want it and it's, it's out there, find ways to make it happen, you know, ask questions, get more people involved and, truly make it happen and like don't be that guy or that gal that 20 years down the road you look back and go oh man i wish i would have gave that a shot Mm, that is my biggest fear yeah right there well i I think it's not just you i think it's a lot of people's fears you know the people in life that have gotten to where they're at and they go man i wish i would have taken that trip to there but now i can't because i'm just just too old i can't make that happen and then you live with that the rest rest of your life man i wish i would have devoted more more time to my family but man my my work was just so much for me you Mm -hmm. know and i i miss all the things that i that i that i missed so i sat and had a uh, coffee conversation just the other day and um I can't remember who the person, I, re- I know who I had coffee with. I don't remember the person that uh, they were referencing, but it was a study on, you know, people that were in their 90s, you know, that had lived a long age and they were basically terminally ill. So anyone, it doesn't have to be age-based, anybody that had been terminally ill, the biggest regret that they had wasn't wasn't um, how much money they didn't make or things like that. It was the things that they didn't try, the dreams that they didn't pursue. That was their biggest regret. And man, that hits me hard. Oh, yeah. I think it hits anybody hard. Yeah. I mean, just hearing a story like that. And, you know, as you're telling that story, another story pops into my head that I don't need to go into. But, you know, you you work your entire life to retire. Mm. I mean, just think about how that sounds. You're working in order to be able to retire and live life. Right. Why not live life and work and then retire and, and, and enjoy it? And I think too many times we put those priorities above the life priority and something tragic does happen Mm -hmm. and you go, Oh crap. Mm -hmm. I don't get to live my, I don't get to enjoy this now. You know? Um, so you have to live life every day. So the word that popped into my head right there was urgency. Oh yeah. And right. You know, so when we have dreams, we need to act on them with a sense of urgency. I don't mean to go helter skelter and, and overreact, you know, with scrambling. I I don't, and hurriedness. That's not what I mean. I mean, we need to have a sense of urgency that I have to make this happen. It's up to me. And like, we don't need to wait for somebody to give us permission, by the way. And some people do like I've, I've seen that. In fact, for me, I've probably waited for somebody to give me permission when I was younger. Like I've outgrown that. I've learned that. Yeah. I, oh man, urgency is a big one. You know, I I joke at work with some of my people that, God, I'm going to retire in five or 10 years. And I'm only 39 years old and we joke about that, but could I retire in in five years? Could I retire in 10 years? Probably not, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting things in place to maybe make that possible to get me closer to that. You know, I'm teaching in a way that uh, develops people and creates sales and makes our company better. I hope, hope because of it. So the, the long term is we perform better that maybe I could retire earlier, you know, because we're growing at an awesome level. And, uh, you know, the other thing, too, you also have to look at who's behind you. Who's going to be that what's next? So when it, it does come time for you to retire or to, to be gone, you have someone that can fill that role right away succession yeah Yeah. and i think for me personally i am my worst enemy Hmm. because i i haven't thought of it that way you know 
if there comes a time where I want to retire or I want to be gone and do something else, am I okay with just leaving and not having anybody to fill my shoes? Or do I need to look at it and go, that's stupid. Like I'm part of a company that I absolutely love for 20 years. And if I just like leave and go, okay, guys, figure it out. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. So why not put a person or in some cases persons in place that can fill that, that void and fill that role. So if something does pop up, I can check out and go, okay, I'm out. You guys got this. This this is good. Yeah. And I think across the board in every role of life, you just don't think of that long-term big picture that if something like, you know, you, we always go to the worst case scenario, you get hit by a bus tomorrow, mm-hmm. who's going to fill your shoes. Right. And the, the, the bus thing is such a, a bad analogy, but it really kind of opens your eyes of, Oh yeah. Like what does happen if, yeah. if I'm not here tomorrow? Like who's going to take care of this or who's going to take care of that? Well, in, in the urgency part is this is <clears throat> tomorrow's not given. It's not guaranteed. Next week isn't next month. Isn't next year. Isn't. And it is extremely easy to uh, continue dreaming about someday, but you keep living the same day. So you know what I mean by that is, is I'm going to project someday. I want this. I want to have the house. I want to have, be able to take those vacations or I want to have this kind of lifestyle, whatever it is. But if something doesn't change driven by a sense of urgency, we have the same day and then we have the same week and then we have the same month and then we have the same year. Five years goes by, we look back and you're like, I'm not where I wanted to be. That's to me like the importance of uh, of sharing a dream and then coming back and saying, what are the goals that are going to take around that? So a couple minutes ago, I, I actually w- was interested by what you said. Could I retire in five or 10 years? And I kind of thought like, Matt, what if you said, I, I have to, a goal. I'm, I'm retiring My five dream, years. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, would that be driven by a sense of urgency and how would that change things for you personally? You know, and we don't need to discuss that on this podcast, but but that was kind of what popped into my head was what if. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I started this with, I want to challenge you to dream, mm-hmm. you know, and I think I'd be a fool to say something like that. Like, I want to retire in five or 10 years. And we joke about it at work, but yeah. what if what if we could? Mm-hmm. You know, what if that is a possibility that in 10 years... I'm not going to work and I'm, I'm doing other things and you know, like that kind of, I'm not, I, I, my, my brain's going in a hundred different directions right now thinking what that possibility <laughs> for that is, yeah. but I'd be a fool to say something and not really, and cause I think in life too, like when people say something good or bad, there's meaning behind it. You know? So if I say I want to f- retire in five years, I may be joking, but I'm also thinking like, I want to retire in five. Like, I mean, that's, that's the goal. I want to live life. And I, I think I live life every day. I think I can do better. I think I, I can find ways to live life more each day. Um, but I, I promise I'm not going to be a guy that looks back in 20, 30 years and goes, man, I wish I would have done more of this. Mm-hmm. You got to live in the moment. And, uh, you know, you have to force yourself to dream and whether it's scheduled, whether it's the drive to work, whatever it is, it, you have to you know, you have to put it on your calendar because the, the game of life gets in the way and your 15 minutes of dreaming that you have scheduled on your calendar is interrupted because you have to take care of this other thing now. And I'm just telling you right now, I, I think it's so valuable. And I never, you know, if, if you would have asked me five years ago or even a year ago, do you dream? I say, yeah, when I sleep and that's right. really all it is, right. you right. know, but I've never really forced myself to to dream in, you know, in life. And, uh, you know, the, the, the best part and kind of a scary part too is I'll get to work and I'll think, holy crap, 
I don't remember going through Cedar Rapids. I don't remember taking that turn <laughs> onto 30. You yeah. know, I don't remember, you know, yeah. all the things that I normally am, am aware of. And I'm, I'm sure I was fine. I'm sure I did a good job driving. But that's, that's just one of those impactful, like, aha, like, I really was in the zone there for right. a while. And right. the music wasn't on. And yeah. it's all those things. But, you know, all those thoughts and all those ideas that are racing through your head while you're dreaming, if, if you're not writing them down, and putting them in a book or in on a you know a voice memo, whatever it may be, and going back to them, you're wasting you're wasting great ideas that uh, long term could get you to that retirement earlier, faster. So I'm going to close on this. One of my favorite Les Brown quotes said that the richest place in the world aren't the diamond mines of South Africa, they aren't the oil fields in Texas, they aren't Fort Knox or some you know bank loaded with with cash, gold, and whatever. The richest place in the world is a cemetery because that's where dreams have gone and died with the people that they were given to. That's the richest place. And like that just strikes me as like it hits between the eyes. The richest place in the world is a cemetery because that's where books weren't written. That's where music wasn't composed. That's where cures weren't found. It's lives that weren't lived fully. That's impactful. For sure. Well, this is Matt and Jim, 2120. We'll see you next week. See you.